Hello, my name is Lydia Shampole, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Creepy Tech Podcast. This week, we'll be doing a deep dive into influencer marketing and how it's changing the way that we behave, make decisions, and even our perception of reality. Let's jump into it. All right, so advertising has been around since basically the beginning of time. As companies grow and technology changes, the methods used to gain the interest of consumers has also changed. Over the last decade or so, one new method of advertising that has grown in popularity is influencer marketing. This is due to a few different factors. Uh, So number one, the growth and availability of social media platforms as well as the ease of use of these platforms has literally made a direct communication line between companies and the consumer possible. Number two, instead of word of mouth traveling between friend groups or an individual's wider social circle, through social media platforms, companies and influencers have been able to connect with people who they would never have met in their day-to-day lives. An influencer's following is made up of hundreds to millions of individuals who have the same interests goals, or behaviors, making this the perfect medium for effective advertising. Number three, review-based purchases have become a huge part of consumerism in the world. Consumers can quickly and easily search for specific products on websites like Google or YouTube and then get a detailed report on what a product is, how it's used, what the pros and cons are, as well as how much a product lives up to its advertisement from a diverse group of individuals. Like for instance, In the tech industry, if an individual wants to know every single thing about the newest phone on the market, they can search for it and watch countless videos without ever leaving their homes. This has proven to be extremely profitable for companies. So, of course, they have quickly invested into this avenue for marketing their products. Number four, the changes in methods of payment has also contributed to the success of influencer marketing. Companies can establish contracts, monitor analytics, and pay for an influencer all online without ever meeting the influencer in person. This cuts down on costs for meetings, ad space, and legwork behind each sale. Platforms like Instagram have even begun to make specified changes to their platforms, specifically for companies seeking influencers and for dealing with the entire process. Influencer marketing can be described pretty simply. It's basically when companies or business owners advertise their products or services through individuals who have a large social media following. The point of influencer marketing is to provide captivating non-advertisement-like testimonials for products or services with the intention of swaying and influencing purchasing decisions. Companies seek out influencers that fit their target markets by analyzing their follower count, the level of engagement between the influencer and their followers, as well as the lifestyle or brand that the influencer has. If all these check out and fit with the company's goals, then they contact the influencer and begin the process of setting up a marketing campaign while also setting up a compensation plan that both parties can agree to. Over the years, the requirements for just how large of a following it takes for these companies to contact individuals has slowly been increasing. In the early years of Instagram and YouTube, an individual would only need a following of around 1,000 to let's say like 5,000 individuals to start earning an income on these platforms. 
And while these numbers are still profitable for both companies and influencers, a larger following is something that companies and influencers value much, much more. Now, an individual can fall into two different groups on the influencer spectrum. Number one, you can be classified as a micro-influencer. This basically means that you have anywhere between 2,000 to about 100,000 followers. And then number two, you could be classified as a macro influencer, basically meaning that you have well over 100,000 individuals following your profile. The more reach an individual has, then the more they can request in compensation. This can lead to some pretty interesting and creepy situations. And in an ideal scenario, individuals and companies that use this method of advertising would be honest and ethical in their advertisements. They would avoid making false claims and avoid targeting individuals that they know would purchase anything and everything that an influencer gives the stamp of approval. But like any technology in any company, there is a darker side to the world of influencer marketing. Now, let's go through the top three things that I think are the creepiest part of influencer marketing. Number one, the practice of buying followers and engagement. After the introduction of social media platforms like Instagram, it wasn't long before individuals began realizing that there was money to be made. So companies all over began popping up that focused on selling followers or likes. They provided packages of anywhere between 50 new followers to thousands of followers or 50 new likes on a specific picture to thousands of new likes. Individuals could pay these companies to increase their follower count almost instantly. And it's very affordable. The cost ranges from about $10 to hundreds of dollars. And even though these companies claim that the followers are real, there are no assurances. Over time, individuals who used these services began noticing that new followers were usually bots or accounts which were hacked. And once these hacked accounts began seeing that they didn't remember following these people, they would immediately unfollow them. And as I looked through a few websites for companies who uh, focus on selling followers, the refund policy seems to be pretty standard across all of them. Refunds are not issued unless under very special circumstances. Once the followers are bought and the process begins, the buyer has no way of getting a full refund. Some of these companies offer at most a 50% refund under those mentioned special circumstances, while others clearly and explicitly state that under no circumstances will a refund request be offered or honored. Which means if these companies do in fact sell you fake followers, you cannot go after them to recover that money ever. Additionally, Instagram has begun to comb through all of its members' profiles and search for fake accounts. And once they identify profiles that are fake, Instagram immediately deletes them. Meaning that not only do you lose your money, but you will also eventually lose all the followers you paid for with your hard-earned money, and that leaves you in the same exact place that you began, with no followers and no money, which kind of sucks. Now, the other side of this is the consequences that companies are beginning to implement on influencers who they believe are using these companies to buy fake followers or fake engagement. The consequences of companies finding out that you do have fake followers as an influencer could be pretty substantial. 
you may have to pay the money that they paid you back to them for those marketing campaigns. And while this may seem far-fetched or like not that big of a deal, the purchasing of followers with the intention of making money as an influencer could be considered fraudulent behavior legally and could even result in jail time or additional fines if companies do decide to pursue legal action. In a recent article on Forbes, Unilever CMO Keith Weed announced that the company is pushing for greater transparency in the influencer marketing space to combat fraud in the digital ecosystem, create better experiences for customers, and improve brands' ability to measure impact. The fact that companies are now investing money into tracking profiles and measurement for engagement means that they no longer want to play in a system where they can get taken advantage of more often than not. I wouldn't be surprised if these large companies began lobbying for stricter rules or laws when it comes to the online space and influencer marketing profiles. In my opinion, it won't be long before we start hearing about lawsuits from these companies against influencers that actively use fake followers to bolster their profile's attractiveness. And to be honest, if I were an influencer, I would start looking for legal representation, mostly due to the fact that no matter how hard you try to keep your followers organic and real, at the end of the day, these social media platforms just aren't implementing enough security measures for profile creation to assure that all their users are honest and real. Both companies and influencers must then take this task upon themselves, and this task can prove to be extremely difficult and time-consuming as an individual's follower count grows. The larger the profile, the more time it's going to take you to comb through it on a daily basis. Number two, the practice of advertising anything and everything companies will pay you for as an influencer is something that I find extremely creepy and extremely unethical. As companies started investing money into influencer accounts, it became easier and easier for influencers to advertise things that not only didn't work, but that they had never actually used. For example, things like tummy tea that countless of influencers have boasted their love for all over social media. The company that makes tummy tea allegedly claims that drinking the tea daily will lead to weight loss without a proper fitness regimen or a diet being in place. They haven't shown the science behind the tea's ability to promote the weight loss, but they're still out there promoting their tea with that alleged benefit. You may be thinking that regardless of whether the company has covered the science behind the tea, Influencer testimonials are definitely something that we should consider when trying to decide whether or not the tea works. But the question that I had was, how can individuals be sure that these influencers have even used the tea in the first place? Well, honestly, they can't. The false advertisement of product has a few consequences that I find particularly interesting. One of which is the change in our behavior or belief system that directly impacts the way we perceive the world and our ability to change it. When a company tells you that their product will help you, most of us are a bit skeptical. But when a friend or a person you follow closely on social media platforms tells you just how much they love a product or how much it has helped them reach their goals, our skeptic meters are just a bit biased or skewed. You have to remember, we have seen this person's journey and are a lot more trusting of their recommendations. 
This means we are much more likely to take a chance on a product or service they recommend directly to us. And companies have started figuring this out. The companies that have the goal of making quick money by deceiving consumers without actually giving them a product that lives up to its advertised use are finding influencers that also have the same money-making goal in mind. Of course, it's difficult to know just which companies and influencers are doing this, and that could lead to some pretty interesting lawsuits in the future between influencers, the companies making fake products, and the consumers who feel taken advantage of. And we have to start wondering, in a world where bots can post comments and engage with different influencer photographs or videos, do we ever really know whether the effectiveness of a product or service testimonial is real? For instance, if you didn't hear about this, there's a case for the Fire Festival. This was a festival that was advertised by hundreds of social media profiles as the next big thing in the world of getaway luxury music festivals. Influencers, models, and artists across the world were all posting the same thing. You have to be there. And the FOMO was real. Thousands of people spent upwards of over $3,000 each on airfare, tickets to the festival, and even added perks that all turned out to not exist once they arrived to the quote-unquote secluded island. Instead of beautiful villas, they had tents with blown-up air mattresses. Instead of gourmet food prepared by world-renowned chefs, they had a slice of bread with a slice of cheese served to them. Now, who should be responsible for honest and ethical marketing? And will guidelines be put in place to assure that companies and influencers intent on duping consumers are held responsible in cases like this? Will there be a way for consumers to recover the money they spent and where do they go to report bad business practices or false advertisement? Well, to be honest, there's no one method of doing this, and when you purchase something, it's technically at your own risk. My hope is that influencers become more strict in the products they market to their followers, or that companies become more ethical in the products and services they create and sell to all individuals. Now, I know that's not very likely, so the next step would be that we as consumers can begin to apply the same caution that we have for companies to the very influencers we trust when making purchasing decisions. Overall, false advertising hurts everyone. It damages the company's brand, the influencer's credibility, and hurts our pockets as we try to figure out just which products actually do what they say that they should. Moving on, last of all, the third creepiest thing that I find about this whole influencer marketing um, setup is that it starts to put us on this perpetual quest to live like influencers and to have a full online persona. And this could end up changing the way that we see the world. It has been shown that how we respond to the notification of a new like or a new follower is similar to the brain's response to drug use. We're forming an addiction, and each time that notification dings, our brain releases a small bit of dopamine or serotonin, which reinforces our behavior. We begin to seek validation from people that we have never even met. And over time, this changes our reality. It changes our standards for beauty, for success, and even our expectations of what life should be like or look like. It changes the way that we have conversations and the way that we maintain our relationships and friendships. 
Slowly, our online personas begin to take over our entire lives. We begin participating in events solely for the excuse to post how much we are enjoying our lives instead of actually enjoying our lives. Or even taking on extra credit card debt to maintain a certain luxurious lifestyle that mimics our favorite influencer profiles. Yet, at the end of the day, we don't have much to show for it since our relationships suffer, our credit scores suffer, and our overall happiness with the real part of our lives begins to decrease over time. I believe that the cycle is endless. Additionally, the more we see others post of their lives, the more we post pieces of our lives that used to be considered private. And as the fight over how much of our privacy we can hold on to in this online world continues, I'm interested to see just how much of a role influencer marketing will play in this struggle. Not only that, I'm interested in seeing how long it will take us to forget that privacy was even something that we wanted in the first place. All right, that is all that I have for you this week, and I truly hope that you enjoyed the episode and found it interesting. As always, if you have a story or a clip that you would like to send us about your interaction with a company, tech, or gadget basically anything tech related um, you can either dm us on instagram at tech underscore creepy or on twitter at tech creepy you can also find me lydia champole at lchampole.com uh, where you could also find the show notes for this episode and all the previous episodes all right last of all if you enjoyed this episode and you're feeling a little bit like you want to share it with the world then um why don't you head on over to the iTunes podcasting app and you could leave a review and subscribe so that you get future episodes directly to you every Tuesday morning. All right, that's it. Creepy Tech Podcast. 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 Podcast.